What's up guys? Thanks for coming back to Lockdown Universe. Just wanted to let you guys know that Anchor now is allowing you to become part of the Lockdown Universe experience by uh, part becoming part of the subscription. We're only charging $1.99 currently and we want you to be part of the experience. We're going to offer unheard of whistleblower testimony as well as government insider information as well as folks who have undergone hypnotic regression and told us their story so please tune into that if you are interested for deeper cuts and deeper information please consider being part of the subscription it's only a dollar 99 and it's definitely worth it so join in let's get to the show What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, some of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and lore. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Nice Thanksgiving day. Hopefully you guys are enjoying some turkey and some food. Uh, if you're listening around the world, hopefully you're enjoying uh, the day, no matter where you are. So, today, I wanted to talk about uh, some uh, kind of a theory that occurred to me. Uh, it's not really a theory, it's more of a fact, actually. Um about what UFOs really are and how we perceive them. Most people think about UFOs and are like, okay, cool. There's, you know, a few aliens inside of them and they're coming down to like, you know, examine folks and maybe take some samples from the earth. And, you know, maybe they're doing some geological, geological readings, um, maybe on the temperature and kind of how the earth has been, uh, uh, you know, it, whether or not the earth is healthy, whether or not the earth is, um, you know, not doing as well as they would expect. Um, <clears throat> but if you look back over time, look back over abductions and look back over um, reading about folks who have been abducted, really what you, most UFOs are, are flying laboratories, flying doctor's offices, really. It's interesting because in a lot of abduction cases, you hear about individuals seeing other humans on board, um, and they're not humans that they were hanging out with, right? They're just random strangers. Um, so there's a few things here. One is the fact that they're flying laboratories, right? They're not just like sports cars that are just like kind of cruising around Earth, just like, you know, out for sightseeing purposes. The vast majority, I would say, probably about 95% are flying laboratories. They're here to do experiments on humans, uh, utilize the hybrid technology that they've been trying to perfect, um, coming back multiple times and abducting folks, and um, time after time after time, kind of doing like routine yearly checkups at your doctor's office except you're in an alien spaceship. So really, in in how we view alien spaceships, um, at least on Earth anyway, the ones that are coming to visit, we have to reframe our thought and reframe kind of our, our whole ideology of it and really ex kind of interpret them as flying doctor's offices, flying laboratories, because that's what they really are. Um, there is one exception, um, maybe a few exceptions, um, maybe the flyover um, of the triangle-shaped craft back in 56, I think it was, where they had video of those three triangle craft uh, flying over uh, the Capitol building. 
in DC. Um, I believe that that was more of a show of force, um, and that they were revealing themselves and, and there might've been some, some issue there where they were trying to, you know, get a treaty, um, finished with Eisenhower and that kind of thing. Um, but the other case was the up in Canada and the Yukon, um, back in the seventies where, and this has happened a few times, but this, this one's been documented fairly well, um, where there was a huge blimp shape like craft. So it wasn't like, you know, a flying saucer like craft. It was, or it wasn't, you know, like a V shaped or boomerang or triangle. It was a, it was like a blimp, like a Goodyear blimp, except people could actually see what appeared to be humans inside walking around viewing the earth. It, and this was at night. This was after, after dark, but folks were milling around inside of this huge blimp shaped craft that had many windows along it and many individuals were just kind of like looking at the earth kind of seeing what was going on and observing and it, it appeared to be more of an observation uh craft for maybe for travel maybe for um, vacationing aliens i don't know it could have been you know a, a hybrid type of um excursion where some folks were along for the ride and to observe, and some folks were here to actually do some experimentation. But um, that was that was a very different type of uh, UFO observation, UFO witnessing, um, because the vast majority of them are really just <laughs> picking up folks and abducting them and uh, doing the experiments. So I just wanted to kind of talk about this a little bit because most folks, you know, when we think about UFOs, we're just like, okay, cool, UFOs, there's a couple of aliens in them and they're abducting folks and that's it. Um, but really what it is, is kind of a medical laboratory. They have what they need to perform surgery. They have what they need to perform, um, routine examinations, blood work, um, genetic, genetic experiments. Um, and they have the capability to um, complete these as well. Um, and they have the capability to um, keep people in um, what what you call um, suspended animation. We've heard that in a variety of different um, abduction cases, keeping folks in suspended animation, um, keeping folks, uh, even as gruesome as it can be, keeping certain body parts as well. We've heard that from time to time. So really... These craft are like medical surgical rooms, <laughs> you know, and, and they go back probably to like a mothership where, you know, they probably have livable areas, you know, maybe recreational areas, places to relax, maybe even, you know, an alien coffee shop inside, you know, a rec area where they can maybe get some exercise. Or maybe they have, I mean, they don't seem very muscular, not the grays anyway, but maybe they have meditation rooms, you know, where they can expand the muscles in their brains as opposed to the muscles in their body. Um, but some of the other, uh, species like the, uh, the Nordics or the reptilians, they might need workout areas. They might need rec rooms. They might need places to blow off steam, uh, while they're, um, in their, in their expeditions. So it, it, it's in interesting to see and kind of evaluate what craft are visiting us versus what craft might be, you know, hovering in orbit versus what craft might be, you know, stationary out by, you know, in the rings of Saturn. We've heard, um, 
multiple people talk about how there have been crafts that are just kind of hanging stationary by Saturn's rings. Um, they provide good protection. Apparently the rings are made of diamonds as well, um, which is really interesting. Some folks say they're made of rocks. Um, and that Jupiter, um, I believe it was Jupiter, Ingo Swan remote viewed and said that Jupiter has its own rings made of diamonds. Um, Saturn has its ring and then Jupiter has its ring of diamonds. I might be wrong on the Saturn part having diamonds, but Jupiter has the ring of diamonds, but you can't see it from out here, but he says it's there. So that's really interesting. Um, if you want to do a little bit of research on that, um, it's kind of fascinating. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, what do you guys think about this? You know I mean? What do you think about different craft, different crafts that's out there? Um, you know, and what they're, what each individual ship is really comprised of. Um, you know, most of us don't like going to the doctors. <laughs> they're kind of throwing us right into the doctor's room, right into, uh, you know, a laboratory experiment that we're not, we're not willing participants in. Kind of sounds familiar, right? Not willing participants in, in a lot of different uh, medical procedures going on right now. And yet most folks are getting forced into that as well. So just something to think about. Um, but in regards to that Yukon case, um, there haven't been a lot of those blimp style UFO experiences where folks have been milling around windows, looking out and observing. There have been a few, there, there have been a few cases where there have been long, long cylindrical style, what they call like Tic Tacs, uh, looking craft where some folks have seen portholes and seen what appear to be humans looking out. Um, that's really interesting, um, you know, because we have this fascination with these Nordics, right? And the Nordics seem to be very human-like, except super muscular and have kind of like these like eyes that seem to be like piercing through you. Um, so that's really fascinating. Um, when it comes to the Nordics, I'm kind of torn. Um, I'm kind of torn on that one. I don't know if they are, in fact, real all the time. The reason I say that is because the reptilians, they have the capability of kind of messing with your mind. They can, they can appear as human, right? Um, they can kind of, I don't know, I, I, from what I understand, they use their mind to make your mind think that they are, they appear as human and they're just walking around like reptilians, but they don't look like that to everybody else. They, they have that much mind power. Um, so it just makes me think about some of these Nordics that appear on the ships with other, uh, species and whether or not they're actually Nordics or whether or not there's actually reptilians making you think that they're, uh, Nordics. That's, I mean, that's, that's a valid argument right there. It's definitely a valid argument. Um, because Nordics, you know, in general have been kind of at war with, uh, the reptilians. So to hear that, you know, Nordics would be on the same ship with reptilians or really any other species other than the graves is probably pretty uncommon. Um, so just something to think about. Um, 
there are some other folks out there that, that say that maybe there's some traders on the uh, Nordic side that could be, you know, in line or have switched sides to go and work with the reptilians, but I, I just don't think so. I think that um, the reptilians are just able to use their mind to make you believe that they are appearing human, which would make sense because we would be more comfortable in a an environment with individuals that look like us, right? So why not make themselves look like us? What's interesting is that the praying mantis or the mantis-like beings have that capability too. They have the capability to keep us calm if they touch our head when we're in an abduction event. Um, they they have incredible mind powers, so they don't do that. I've never heard of them switching or shape-shifting at all, but the reptilians apparently utilize this power quite often. Um, but as far as the ships, going back to the ships, nobody has been able to discern one ship in characteristics having to be involved with one species in particular, meaning like one species doesn't have a certain style of ship, right? Like we've heard of boomerang ships, we've heard of triangle ships, we've heard of circular ships, you know, like pie plate ships, um, flying discs. Uh, but none of them have really been tracked to any species. So that seems strange to me. It just seems like some ships should be, like, some of them should be driving Chevys and some of them should be driving Fords. It just seems like it makes sense, but it doesn't seem that way. Maybe there's a intergalactic auto mall I'm not aware of, but um, you would think to adapt uh, to their species that they would have certain kinds of ships. Um if you guys have heard of any ships, you know, being uh, specific to a species, I would love to hear about it. Post it up on, on you know, Facebook, on, you know, the Lockdown Universe site, on, on the comment section in Anchor. Love to hear about it. Um, I just haven't heard that. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think I think they, they should be locked down some way. You know, it should be specific to a species for a variety of reasons, right? Reasons for travel for size for how their species operates each species operates a little bit differently when we talk about um the praying mantis uh, like species they relate to one abductee that they basically uh, communicate through touch that they don't really communicate via telepathy so when they they touch each other that they communicate via that way and that's and their their thoughts are spread through energy through the touch which is really fascinating but then the reptilians and most other species communicate telepathically. So if the species like the insectoids needed to communicate via touch, then you would think that their, their ships would be a, a bit different in structure, right? Because they'd have to be able to be able to touch each other and, and uh, communicate. So, you know, it just kind of it makes sense, you know, from a physics standpoint, from a, a engineering standpoint, to create ships for a specific reason. Um, yet, we still haven't heard that in a lot of abduction stories. They all seem to be, you know, abducted by kind of the greys in a in a you know silver-ish type pie plate circular craft, and then brought up to another craft for examination. So. That's that's my two cents. Um, I mean, I could go on and on about that, but uh, I just wanted to kind of throw that out there for a, 
a Thanksgiving Day treat for you guys to listen to. Um, I'm gonna try to get a little bit more rest, a little bit, a little bit tired today. Um, I didn't sleep too well, I guess, but um, I'd like to get at least like three or four more podcasts out um, as soon as I can. So uh, I got some good topics to talk about for you guys, and uh, hopefully you guys are taking care of yourselves, staying healthy, enjoying the holiday. Uh, you know, do some hobbies for yourself. Take care of yourselves. If you got to rest, rest. If you're able to participate in some hobbies, do that. Um, and just take care of your mental health, your physical health, your spiritual health. And um, follow through on those hobbies, goals, and dreams. And as always, continue to question the universe out there. It is a big universe and we need to question it. Until next time, guys, take care. Lockdown Universe out.